just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. I'm Dom and I've seen 20 episodes of One Tree Hill. And I'm Grace Holcomb and I play Baby Jenny in 8 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is no episode. We are having a conversation with Grace who played Jenny Jagelski. First question. Well, firstly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It is an honor. We have our first cast member. We're doing it in age order. We're starting with the babies and working our way up. I'm glad I was the, you know, first baby. Makes me happy. (laughs) Well, before we go any further, we're going to have to ask you if you can raise your right hand and promise that you will not spoil Dom throughout this conversation of anything to do with One Tree Hill beyond episode 20 of season one. I promise not to spoil anything. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) We're very precious about Dom and him not knowing anything. (laughs) Um, I think when people spoil things for me. (laughs) It's the worst. It's the way. He, it, what's funny is Dom actually doesn't mind being spoiled, um, but in this instance, he does. Yeah, yeah. It it's got to that moment now where I so I my own my personal Instagram page, and uh, we we're about to start another podcast. That Instagram page I've now unfollowed our Ravens <laughs> podcast one because there's too many things that come up. So I just like just to completely stay away from it. Or like when you Google a character from a TV show and it says like dead or Dies. something, it's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> well, Grace, there's so much to talk about, um, and especially you know post your baby years, you're doing some uh, you know amazing, really really interesting stuff right now, and you know projects to come in the future. But let's take it all the way back, so. You're born. You're a baby. How does how do you get into One Tree Hill? Like, how does this happen? So, funny story. But my mom, Amy, she was um on Dawson's Creek, and she was a stand-in for Katie Holmes. And basically, the producers of the show like came up to her. She was pregnant, and they were like, "Hey, we have this new show coming up." do you mind if we pay you and use your baby? And she was like, why not? Like, why would I say no? And so that's how it all started. And then One Tree Hill started up and they put me in it. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. I'm so jealous. I'm like, I'm I'm angry at my mom. Like, mom, why did you not use me as a baby in things? And then I could be on a podcast, (laughs) you know, being interviewed. I know, it's like, I always think it's like, so basically when I have a kid, I want to make sure I have connections to put my kid in a show so they can have the same experiences. <laughs> Don't know how that'll happen though. <laughs> so you you live in Wilmington, right? So where the show yeah. is filmed. Um, yep. So you said you were in eight episodes. Um, do you remember, so jumping ahead, but we will jump back. Do you remember 
the first time that you watched those episodes back? Yeah, so I think I was in like somewhere in between fifth and sixth grade. And at the time, like obviously Laundry Hill is kind of more mature, like maybe high school age show. And I started watching it on Netflix because my parents had told me that I was in it. And I was like, I don't know what the show is. It's just some other little TV show. And I didn't like really understand of what it meant for me to be in a TV show as a baby. And so I watched it and my mom was like, look, that's you. I'm like, that's weird. Like, okay, I don't remember being there. Like, when did I do that? And then I think I only watched like the first, I mean, eight episodes or however many I was in. And then I lost interest as I wasn't being shown. (laughs) I mean, but that's the sixth grader. And then in seventh or eighth grade, my friends were like, Grace, did you say you were in this TV show, One Tree Hill? And I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. And they're like, Grace, that's such a good show. Like, you need to watch it. I'm like, really? Like it was good and whatever. And they were like freaking out about how I was this baby on the show. And then a couple years later, eighth grade, I watched probably like, I think like five seasons and then I lost interest again. But then later in high school in junior year, I started watching it again. Cause now I can like relate to it more because it's a high school show. And I was like, what was I thinking in middle school? Like this show is so good. And I got like obsessed with it and binge watched all of it right before the conventions. And now it's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Uh, what What's even like more amazing is, is do you kind of, do you watch it and think, Oh, that's me. Or do you watch it and think that's just a baby. That's just yeah. baby Jenny or. <laughs> because they have, they had a couple other baby Jennies like when I couldn't be there or my time limit was up for acting. And so I can always tell if it was me or another baby. And then there's this one scene where Jake's in his house and on the mantle above the fireplace, there's baby pictures. And in one of the pictures, it's me with my grandma Mm -hmm. and like all my baby pictures. So I'm like, yep, that's definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) That that's awesome. I mean, so did your baby acting career go anywhere else? Like, were you a baby in any other shows? Sadly, no. Ended right after One Tree Hill. But my mom did put me in acting classes in elementary school. I tried it. I liked it, but I was just not very good at it at all. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. Well, you were very natural as a baby. So maybe, you know... <laughs> Maybe you started with all the talent and it just diluted she got older. They always said they would ask for me whenever they needed a baby to like not scream and fuss. But then my parents would be mad because I would scream and fuss at home. But then when they took me to the set, I would be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I I always wondered if if the keys thing is is real. So did were you like crying and then because the uh, Peyton gets keys out and distracts baby Jenny. Was that a real thing? It worked a little bit, but (laughs) I think they like added it in just to like try to get me to like do whatever. (laughs) Oh yeah. They said I had a grip on like things and then I couldn't let go of the keys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which actually baby Jenny steals that set of keys. So 
That's, yeah. It was probably you actually stealing some keys. <laughs> what um so you said you watched the show a couple of times and then now um you know that you're older and you're saying it's you know one of your favorite shows how many times roughly would you say you've seen the show all the way through or or if at all once so like i said i watched i'm pretty sure i've watched season one like three or four times just because those were all the times of me starting it, trying to go all the way through. And then middle school me would just be like, eh, no, <laughs> let's watch Disney Channel. <laughs> but then, um, you know, things just got, I got older and I just appreciated it more. And right before the first convention with FWB, I tried watching all of it. And then just so I can connect with everyone and understand who I'm meeting in front of me and then I watched it and I completed it all but I want to watch it again just so I can you know say I've watched it more than once (laughs) and so tell us about the convention so Dom and I we're in in the UK as you know um, and we are aiming that by the time we finish the podcast which is going to take about three and a half years um, that (laughs) we want to come out and podcast live from one of the uh, events in Wilmington because uh, they look amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, what was, how many uh, conventions have you been to uh, and what's like the vibe like at them? Yeah. So Ray, who is in charge of FWB charity events, she contacted me, I want to say two and a half years ago. And 2019 was my first convention. I've been to two, but then also there is a smaller, like one or it was a one day convention, but it was like a bake sale kind of thing that I went to. But literally, I always look forward to them. Like I was so sad to hear that um, they like put it in November instead of February this next year because of COVID. And it's like so happy in there. It's like the vibe is just so everyone's just so giddy and happy to see everyone and I can like talk with the fans for so long and interact with them and relate to them and they tell me stories about like why they love the show and my character and it's just it's so great to meet everyone and you can just tell everyone just having like the week of their lives (laughs) that's awesome um well, I have some questions from listeners. So we put it out on Instagram that you were going to uh, be with us tonight. Well, tonight where we are, like <laughs> afternoon where you are. Um... Yeah, it's all bright out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dark, miserable and cold here. <laughs> so the first question is from uh, Kathleen, who asks, how does it feel seeing yourself in the episodes but not remembering a single thing? Yeah. Fans ask me that all the time at the conventions. They're like, do you remember any of it? I'm like, I wish I could. Like, I wish I could say I remembered doing that scene or doing that scene or meeting these people. But it's weird because like Hillary Burton, she remembers filming with me and stuff. And it's like, I don't remember that. Like, I wish I could. But it's like I said, when I was younger, I was like, I didn't really think about it that much. I was like, oh, it's just another thing I did, I guess. But like I said, I I like it a lot more now, so it's good. <laughs> when you've gone to the conventions and you're interacting with the other actors that are in it, are they now like 
ah, you're, you're so grown up and that like that. So super excited to see you because they, they, they probably in, in like varying degrees, like watched you grow up. So they, they, they yeah. have experience of you being a baby and now they're seeing you as a, like an adult is like, must be, yeah. it must be quite yeah. strange for, for them in a weird way, but really nice as well. Yeah. So I'm, I turned 17 in April. And so people always say it's like my age depicts how old the TV show is. The show's, I guess, 17 or 18 years old. And when I went to the first convention, I was like one of the first people to show up in the green room. And there was like 15 people who came, just like all the actors. And like every someone new would walk in someone would walk in I'd be like oh my gosh I'm meeting them but then especially Hillary she follows my mom on Facebook so she can like see everything I've done and she like remembered me and she's like oh my gosh I can't believe you're so grown up and so tall and then I would have to remind a couple people who I like was or who I played because obviously I don't look like what I did on the show and they were like oh my gosh no way you were baby Jenny that's so cool so what yeah. <laughs> it's it's like a big it's one of the real big storylines in the like later half of the first season like it's incredibly memorable where i feel like there are like season one's kind of a lot more um sort of infamous with fans where like say if you were a baby in season nine or season eight or something i don't think it would hold as much weight but you were in there in this nostalgic the classic time of one tree hill I think it's good because it's like the first season was a debut season and everything you need to know about the whole show basically happened in that first season. So I think it's really special to share some of that story and be in that time of the show. Nice. And what a great on-screen dad to have, someone like Jake. Uh, (laughs) However, I'm I'm 20 episodes in and I really don't like your on-screen mother. (laughs) The thing is, I haven't met her actually. Uh, he hasn't done any um it's probably for the best <laughs> well, Character, maybe. Just no clue but <laughs> brian is the sweetest person ever i i loved him well this ties into the next question so this doesn't have their name their username is cbxll 92 so asks <laughs> Do you still talk to any of the of the cast? Which is like, which is funny because you weren't actually talking in real life when you first would have met them. But do you like, yeah, yeah like so, like Brian Greenberg, for example, you've like seen him as you know a teenager that you are now. Yeah, so I mean, I talked to all of them at the convention, like in the green room and everything, and we all caught up there. But it's kind of hard just to like get a hold of everyone just because they're like verified and like have all these followers and stuff but for my birthday in April Hillary sent me like a happy birthday video which was really nice and like we communicate a little bit she's probably the number one person I get in contact with but everyone else I like wish them happy birthday and stuff sometimes they like like it or whatever but not a whole lot of communication but that's okay because I see them at the convention which is fun i I think this is the year to to change that grace i think i think and i think you're the one to do it as well because uh (laughs) you know you've got that energy about you so i reckon mass one tree hill whatsapp group and maybe (laughs) maybe include me and simon you you never know know. (laughs) i always try like even when fans 
I have a bunch of fans on my Facebook page and I always try to like like their comment or like say thank you and always try to include everyone when I'm on Facebook and replying back to everyone I think it's so fun (laughs) you're part of something that has such a massive and deep running fandom like we have listeners to our podcast you know that like like myself and dom is becoming you know like super fans we've got people that have got you know tattoo sleeves of one of like peyton's artwork and that people are so dedicated so um that's cool that you're you know uh appreciate the love as well Um, it's cool because there's people that are like my age or younger that are watching the show on hulu or something and then people who've watched it when it first came out and then people older people who are just now watching it so it can literally be like any group of people that are watching this show and become fans it's crazy uh emily who's one of our patrons hall of fame shout out to you emily (laughs) says um she would love to know what your friends say or think when they find out that that you were on the show as a baby and uh when did you get to watch it uh, and did you have to wait until you're older? So, I mean, I guess you kind of answered some of that. But, I mean, did, did like, your mum put an age limit on you from where when you were able to watch it back? Yeah, I mean, I don't really remember my parents being, like, you can't watch this until you're, like, 15 or whatever. But I remember, like, I would watch it in my living room on the TV and there'd be, like, some, you know, like, weird scene. And watching it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of awkward. But um, other than that, like, they never said like you can't watch it. But um, yeah. And then my friends, they were freaking out more than I was that I was on the show because they knew they saw the show before I did actually. And like I said, they were all like, "You're on the show, and you like you don't watch it. Like, how does that happen?" But like, even um, during these conventions, they text me and they're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you're doing this right now. This is my dream. <laughs> that's so funny. That's, yeah, it's awesome. And it is, it's, uh, we've we've actually spoken to a lot of, like, child actors um, that we used to do a, a movie podcast about 90s movies. And we've spoken to people that are in, like, The Mighty Ducks or in, like, Hook and movies like that yeah. that then haven't really followed it through as an adult but then have this thing they're connected to for like their entire life that has such uh you know fandom to it so yeah it's really cool and must be quite strange that you have that yeah I'm just so grateful for everything that's like happened these past couple years because without like Ray and FWB I wouldn't have like been this connected to the show like I obviously would have watched the show I would have like been in a couple like interviews or whatever but i wouldn't have been this appreciative of everything that it's given me well tell it tell us about you now because um from instagram and what we can see on there uh you have turned your hand to golf and see <laughs> and are incredibly successful at that so tell us about that yeah so i actually just signed my letter of intent for UNC Greensboro to play college golf on a scholarship there. So I'm really excited about that next chapter in my life. Hopefully all this COVID stuff goes away before I go to school. But I started golfing when I was four years old because my grandma gave me plastic clubs and I just went in the backyard and hit some. 
sorry, my cat is like, <laughs> my um, <laughs> grandma gave me plastic gloves and I would hit in the backyard and they were like actually going straight. But the thing is my parents never played golf. And so they're like, this is kind of weird. Like maybe we have something here. And then my mom put me in some, you know, summer classes, some lessons, and I just went on from there. And now I play tournaments all over North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia. Um, I played a tournament in California last year. Um, I got to play with a professional, actually, through the first tee of Greater Wilmington. So that was really fun. That That is so cool. That is amazing as well. Just that sort of natural talent. You've gone from baby acting to deciding that isn't quite the the path for you to yeah. smashing a golf ball down a fairway and and <laughs> just there's so much natural talent so much natural <laughs> talent unbelievable I know everyone's like do you still act I'm like well no I play golf now they're like oh it's <laughs> different but cool <laughs> you're basically the Nathan Scott of golf I mean <laughs> I'd like to say I am and then and then you were telling us before off microphone that you're looking to start up a candle business tell us a bit about that i know it's a little bit you know preemptive because you haven't started yet but tell us some of the plans that people can look out for yeah so no one knows about this yet but over the past couple months i've been planning this kind of small business candle business And um, I had some extra candle making supplies from like years and years ago just to like fool around with. And I decided that it might be a cool opportunity to try to make some extra money and do something I like, which is making candles. So hopefully I can get things running in the beginning of 2021 in January. And I'll have, it's called Baby J Candle Co. And it'll have scents like baby powder, cotton lavender like nice subtle baby scents but like I said there's not it's really really early in getting started but hopefully when everything's finalized I can go on Facebook and announce everything (laughs) that's awesome and definitely come back on here and tell us about it as well and we'll uh, definitely spread that and share it out uh, to our listeners for sure yeah thank you yeah let let us know as soon as you're set up and ready and you've got social media that we can follow and we can pass on and spread the word we'd definitely be happy to do that i will i appreciate that thank you well thank you so much for your for your time um i mean do you have anything in closing or anything you'd like to say to to our listeners or to the world that in the podcast universe um well, this is my second podcast, so I think it's starting to become a little trend here, but I really like it, and I just want to tell all the fans that it's been really fun getting to see all their posts, and I'm seeing everything they post, and it's just, I'm thankful for everything. <laughs> well, where can people find you and follow you on social media and all of that? Yeah, my Instagram is Grace M. Holcomb, and that's my facebook and twitter i believe too so cool well we'll put uh we'll put that link uh in the description so click there and uh you know you can follow grace on her golf and candle journey going forward 
Grace, hopefully we get to we can meet you in person in three, four years down the line at one of these conventions, and uh, maybe we can do another podcast episode in person. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I would love that. Definitely tell me when you guys have finished the show and come to Wilmington. <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for your time, and, and really good luck with with everything there the golf and your scholarship that's fantastic so good luck with that and good luck with the the candle business as well and we'll share and follow everything so well done yeah i appreciate it